0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Home with the Cousins, where we like to say there is no straight line through a construction project. And it's our job to help you zig and zag in the most efficient manner possible to save you time, money, and heartache throughout the process. In this episode, we're talking about the Rachel Ray Studio Kitchen that we just finished for. her. We'll get into a bit of the backstory, our process, the execution, and finally, the products we used and some tips to make them work for you. So, let's jump into it. Johnny Boy.
1: Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. All right. Well, this is this is this is big, you know. I mean, it was have, a blast. I mean, how cool was that? Having the reveal and doing a kitchen for Rachel Ray. That's kind of I mean, I don't know if you can get bigger than that. I mean, what, that's that's pretty pinnacle stuff. A no, person. Pretty,
0: I mean, look, it's fantastic. It, it's something that's going to get major, major use. You know, she she's in that kitchen putting it through its paces each many, and every day.
1: How many episodes does she do a season? Is it like a
0: Let's just two hundred? It's, a, it's or... a lot. It's a lot. she <laughs> it's does a lot. she does three a day. She she's a, she's a workaholic. That lady <laughs> cranks out TV like nobody's business. She does. Um but I guess, you know, to, to kick it off, I mean, why don't you um, why don't you give us a little bit of the backstory about how it came to be? Because, you know, over the last year, we've gotten much closer with Rach, and yep. and um, we've been on the show a lot, but that, that doesn't just mean you go and design her kitchen.
1: Very so. true. Very <laughs> why true. You,
0: why don't you break it down a little
1: bit? Uh, I mean, you know, kind of, you know, so everyone knows the backstory here. So this is what happened. Like Anthony said, we've been on the show a lot lately. It's almost turning into a once-a-month thing that, that that we go on, give tips. And because we've become so close and we are Italian and we love to eat, she invited us to her house in upstate New York. And, you know, it was really cool for us to kind of have that invitation, go up to her house, and let me tell you this. Going to Rachel Ray's house, you, you're kind of like, oh, what to expect, how's it going to be? First off, beautiful. The house, in, in, in general, set on 200 acres, gorgeous, but the food... Yeah. Another level. Yeah, it was another level of cooking that she did for us. And Rachel cooked every single meal for us.
0: Yeah, she she's the real deal. <laughs> she she's absolutely no joke. Um, we we saw the notebook. Um, yeah. and there there are some serious serious. I I actually texted her this weekend because I was trying to chicken recreate wings. those chicken wings on the roof and. Uh, she was kind enough to send the recipe over, so um, we, was, we we got that done.
1: What was pretty cool is even our, you know, her husband John. We came very close to him as as we were up there as well. John, it tends to
0: over the uh, couple of bottles of scotch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> couple of bottles of scotch, couple of bottles of wine. It was it was a lot of fun, but um, but no, but you know, John was he was like the master on the smoker, and like you said, we we smoked wings, we had steaks. I mean, we had seafood. Frito Misto, yeah. Frito, I, I mean, unbelievable. I, I mean, you name it. And what I love about it is Rachel Han cooked everything. No help just her in that kitchen you know it was us kind of like looking in saying hey can we just see how you're doing this you know you know can, can we get some tips you know even you know having you know Joe and and my wife Jen there you know the girls I think they were kind of going like this is crazy to see Rachel up close and to see someone that is that professional cooking like that
0: yeah it was it was a super fun weekend and it was it was great to you know be able to hang without having to be on and by on I mean on set on camera on TV and just just in a way more laid back atmosphere so it was it was nice to get to know uh, Rachel and John that way for for a couple of days um up in the Adirondacks and then uh, you know i guess it was Rachel and one of her eps one of her executive producers were were talking about um refreshing the kitchen for season 12 and as as far as we know she just said call the boys um. Uh, so we got an email from our producer that we work with on the show, Stephanie Davis, and she said, "Hey, would you guys be interested in doing this?" I know it's the middle of the summer, and you guys are kind of on break to. And we responded, "We're never on break. <laughs> there uh, is no break. So,
1: there, there are no breaks."
0: Yeah. So we dove in. So I mean, that's kind of the backstory, and and just rolling right into it. Uh, you know, we dove into the process. What does the process look like? Well, you know, we've done the project planning series. You know, we, we tell you guys, plan, plan, plan. Go th- through the steps A through Z. Don't skip things. Well, this jumped around a little bit. Um, it's complicated for a number of reasons. As we uh, expected
1: it to. We, we, we sure. did expect
0: it. So first and foremost, Rachel is super busy, right? So she's not going to be present, but she chose two people that knows her, that know her style. We saw and, her house. And, and that, can, that can design in her vein. So while she wasn't around she was definitely going to be approving things and that that's going to slow the process down because you've got to send stuff out and wait for replies you know she's she was filming two other gigs this summer plus uh, up in the adirondacks and then i i, I think she has a, a family trip she does every year as well so there was that then you've got the three executive producers on the show they they have to have Uh, their approval there as well. You've also got the director who is really verifying that everything's going to work on camera. Believe it or not, certain patterns and colors um, can make the camera jump. Uh, It's kind of an industry term, just meaning like, if the pattern's too tight, you're going to get like a it's like a the illusion of like some some blurry lines on tv i was gonna say
1: you'd almost it almost makes it look like something's moving when it's when when it's not and it draws your eye to it
0: and then last but not least you've got the network executives uh out in la who have to give final final (laughs) approval on everything so um definitely a test of of Patience and the ability to design for multiple people who have different ideas of how this should look, and really making everybody get to the table to, to one final thing under a relatively tight timeframe. I mean, the planning process, thankfully, they came to us early and we had time to get into it, but the execution, which we'll get into in a minute, um, you know, had to happen on a pretty tight timeframe. So, communication was absolutely paramount in key. this thing. Yes, it was. And the other thing that was really key was was technology. Um, what John and I decided to use for this process is actually uh, part of the Dropbox family of products. It's called Dropbox Paper. Not paid, uh, not an advertiser, just a good product. We've been using Dropbox forever for file management, being able to get stuff on the iPad, on the laptop, on the home computer, whatever it is, wherever you are. Dropbox Paper is really cool because... It's kind of this living document where you can have multiple people editing the document at one time. So John was with his family down the shore, I happen to be home in Jersey City, I think, and after we talked to Stephanie, you know, the way John and I work is we dive right in. So we started a Dropbox paper document and, and this I, is
1: brand new, right? I mean, as yeah, far as I, I know, because it, when you found it, you it, said, I think it just came out. It
0: was in beta when we found it. So, I don't even know where it's at right now. I think it's in full production, but um, yeah, so anyway. Every,
1: yeah, so everyone knows it is a very new yeah. process that, that's Yeah,
0: uh, and it's also free to use. Yeah. Um, you can get a free Dropbox account and the Dropbox paper comes with it. So you can just check that out if, if it's of interest to you. But the nice thing was I would see John drop stuff on in real time and he would see what I dropped in. You can... Type full paragraphs. You can add notes to specific images. Um, I think on the iPad app, Paper app, you can draw over the top of images. I don't. I'm not exactly sure of that. Um, don't quote me there.
1: I only did it on my laptop. And I know, I know on the yeah. iPhone, it was a little more difficult to use, but on my laptop, when yeah. I would sign in directly to the site, it was very easy. Yeah. I mean, and if, I could clip pictures, put right. the pictures in, take notes. That was yeah. a no brainer.
0: The phone was more for just referencing. I think the it was referencing it when document. we were on site, Correct. right? Correct. So. Um, and, And the other thing that was nice about using that, and we were kind of discovering it as we went along, but it has permissions. So where John and I were editors of the document, when we shared it with Stephanie and the other executive producers at Rachel Ray, we shared it with them as viewers only. That way, they couldn't change our design without us doing it, but it allowed them to have the same thing in front of them as we had in front of us when we were on phone calls. So it was really easy to talk through different changes and by way of example, if they didn't like something, you know, we could push delete on an image and they would see it disappear right in front of them. So it was very real time, um, real time feedback. And, you know, it, I, I think it, it, it certainly helped in the communication process with how many people we had.
1: Well, and then once we were introduced to the construction team, and this is where everyone at home could kind of learn from this. If you have a document like this that you start, you get introduced to your contractor, or you pick your contractor, the one you want to use, and your architect. You can put the whole team on this communication that everybody can see. You can update like Anthony said. You can set your permissions if you want your contractor to make updates, if you want your architect to make updates. They can. If not, if it's just for you to upload pictures as just a way for people to kind of say, yep. say, hey, look, this is what I'm thinking. These are my ideas. Let's let's test them out, run with it, but don't change anything. Right. So that's it. It was it was a very very useful tool. Yeah, it worked out, and helped right. us out huge. Um. So then from there, you know,
0: it, the, the remainder of the process was basically getting this kitchen approved. Um. You know, everybody that we mentioned uh, two minutes ago has to approve this thing. It's. It's uh, it's a it's a really big deal. It's around uh, twenty people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it's, uh, it's design by committee is is pretty difficult. Um, but you know, we were just we know how excited Rachel was about this. We know how excited the executive producers were about this, and quite frankly, how excited we were about it. So, you know, you just got to work the process, and and it was really about asking detailed questions. Why don't you like this? Why won't this work? What are you hoping to see? And, you know, a lot of times these guys couldn't tell us what they wanted. They could tell us what they didn't want. But that also eliminates a lot of stuff. And, and like we've said throughout the, the project planning process, when you put your digital design notebook together, we, we've said a million times, the images you don't like are just as valuable as the images you do like. So by some f- manner of process of elimination and... Uh, by reading between the lines in terms of what people were saying to us, um, we iterated, and you know it took uh, seven or eight different iterations. Of each time, something else would get locked into approval, and we were eliminating more var- variables each time through the process. And we, got down to, and we got down to where we needed to be. And I mean, it, in the beginning, it was largely because there was too much pattern in the room and there was too much movement um, f- for the cameras. So we eliminated some of that. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say was one of our biggest obstacles was the island. She has such a large island. It's the most prominent piece in the kitchen. That was one of the big factors that we said, okay, one, we want to make it a statement piece. We want to make it cool. We want to update it. How are we going to do that? And we tried putting more movement. We tried putting more pattern and colors on that. And it's things, like Anthony had said prior at the start of this, we didn't, we weren't thinking, okay, when Rachel sits down with a guest at her table, how does it look right behind her head? Right. Because you can't attract from her giving an interview, right? You want to focus on Rachel and her guest. So you can see... Oh, well if you add pattern and a lot of color, it's going to detract. So these were these were some nuances for us too going through it. Like we said, it wasn't a home. You had to be thinking this is going to be used as a real kitchen for television, for television purposes. How does it look in certain settings, certain camera angles, certain lighting, even the lighting, the way it would kind of hit in certain areas. So it yeah, you know, and, it, it and, had its challenge.
0: And to give you guys an idea for anybody who's not been in the Rachel Ray studio, had the had the uh, fortunate uh, go there event should, of I, seeing I, you a live really show. To see it. it's If awesome. you look up at that ceiling, and I asked the guys because the guys who do the lighting were were in studio while we were working on the kitchen, they were cutting the new color gels because they burn out after a while. Anyway, I said, "How many of these do you cut?" He goes, 800. I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, there's 800 (laughs) 800 lights up there." I go, "Bullshit!" Come on. He goes, "You count them. I'll be done with the gels by the time you count them, but go count them." So they have 800 different lights in the ceiling because it's a it's a live to tape show, meaning they can't relight every scene. So that's one of the um, challenge. That's one of the big challenges that we went through with the director is you know mock lighting this thing and making sure that a surface was reflective was not reflective. Uh, it was it was really interesting, and you know it's always fun when you do a design project and you learn something new. Um, and it, you know it, it 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 happens less these days because we've been doing it for so long. But when you're in an environment that you're really not used to being in, and you've got this pressure on you to do it, you know, I mean, I think that's really where John and I thrive. We really love the pressure of it all. Um, but well, it was it was, totally it was super. It yes, yeah.
1: it's so out of the box, right? I mean, how many times do you get to? Because uh, I think that the, the coolest part about it was you might design something for a show, whether it's a kitchen, whether it's a living room set, but this is used real life. You, you Rachel right. is actually cooking in this. It's not just there for show. It's not like, okay, just give us a, a pretty picture and it's going to be in shots. No, this has to be functional. Rachel's got to be able to use it it's got to look good. So all the things we say to our private clients at the same time, even though this was a television kitchen, what do we always say? Is it functional? Is it does it have the right aesthetic? Is it meeting the overall design that you feel? So I I thought that was a really cool part about doing this kitchen was it was a real kitchen.
0: Yeah. And and something else that was that was that's worth noting here you know, the layout of the kitchen worked for Rachel. She didn't need things moved around. She didn't need the sink in a different place. The It all worked functionally. So I think one of the big takeaways here for you guys is that if you have a layout that works, these are things that you can do to change your kitchen in a meaningful way. Look at a before and after. They look like completely different kitchens. The layout's the same. So, you know, these are things... I mean, we did some electrical because we wanted to put new light fixtures up. But if you really want to avoid hiring people or paying labor rates or having contractors, if if you've got some DIY in you and you've got the the willingness to learn a little bit, you can tile a backsplash, you can hang... Cold rolled steel up in front of your island. You can do a stickwood wall. These are all things that you can really do. The only thing I would say that I wouldn't do at home, and I wouldn't do at home, is wallpaper. Juju papers is one of my favorites. That's why I we use never. them.
1: I will tell you right but now. But I'll
0: tell you what. No way. You got to be a pro when it comes to hanging that kind of wall.
1: Pro, you have to have the patience of a saint. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta be able to literally it's a, it's... close everything out of your mind and just concentrate on that paper. I think it's it's a, it's a so super
0: tedious. yeah, finite and 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 really exact art. it is, um, it is an art. It's an art. And uh it, it it takes really good. It takes really long to get good at
1: it. I I don't have that patience. <laughs> I just do not have that patience.
0: Um and you know before we jump into all the products cuz I want to talk about them in detail. Um just a special thank you to Knockout renovation and to Hoboken Ironworks. Knockout came in. They were our GC firm for this project and they were just awesome. I mean, we were there for a total of five days and these guys side by side, we banged this thing out. Um, you know, obviously, when we're doing the tape piece for Rachel and and making the making the television side of the kitchen so that all you guys can see it on the show, um, you know, we need guys that are still going to be working, and the two of us just are not going to get it done fast enough. So, thank you to them. And Hoboken Ironworks, I mean, Frank has been a, a long time colleague and friend. Um, he had that steel in there for us in no time. That was, and, a,
1: that uh, was a weak turnaround.
0: Yeah, he, he, he's, that was he's fast. Week.
1: Let me tell you right now he's first fast. off, getting hot rolled steel it's not the easiest thing to, to to get it's not like hey you know what just call up you know there's a ton of guys that have it he knew the exact guy to get over newark got the material for us and literally had the sheets there so we can cut it and fabricate it in studio, yeah, everything and and you'll you know when you guys, I'm sure, of course, you you've seen the the reveal happen. You've seen Anthony cutting. We've had teases on social media of the sparks flying back and hitting him um, as he cut that. But all that was cut right there. In studio, put up, and it looked... I mean, it just... It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely and, looks gorgeous.
0: And we're going to put the, the contact details for both of these guys in the show notes. So if you are in the New York or New Jersey area, and uh, you need either general contracting work or you need some steel work done, I uh, highly recommend both of these guys. All right. So let's dive into some of the products we used uh, for this build and kind of just... Give our mindset as to as to why we did so. Why don't you uh, you kick it off?
1: All right. So I think the first one we've worked them a ton. You guys have seen videos that we've done for them. Stickwood, amazing product. You know, if if there is a project where it lends itself, we definitely want to use it because we love the reclaimed wood. We love that it's a real wood, and the best part. It is DIY, do it yourself. So easy to install. I mean you guy I mean you and I did the feature wall that is where it's so so in inside of the kitchen there was a couple areas we did. We did a, a feature wall where her guests kind of go around this corner. Um, We did it there. We did it on the two big shelves that are above the kitchen. And then where her oven is, we did it on the top of the cabinets. It wrapped down as a waterfall effect. And we actually made it into a frame that went around the flower box wall garden piece. So there was a lot of applications for this. Mm -hmm. It looked great. We wanted something different. And they just came out with the weathered gray. The weathered gray had a great contemporary look. It gave the rustic element. It warmed it up, but again, we were looking for those gray tones because she had a lot of like beiges and in colors that they weren't in the contemporary nature. So we wanted to not go too white because I, I think we had we had also their reclaimed white that just was too stark. But the gray had just a little bit of that yeah. undertone that allowed us to really it looked good on camera. Yeah, but it without that, it added
0: a lot of natural texture um and um and it was it was it was a great it was a great texture to have juxtaposed to the juju papers which was on the opposite wall that was very dark charcoal background the gold um the gold metallic uh printed pattern um on the front of it so you know you don't want dark against dark so to have the light uh white and gray and with it with the warm texture of the wood on the opposite wall as the the wallpaper you know one the juju papers very finished very modern very clean very sophisticated the other stickwood very rustic very raw very unfinished so those two things play so nicely together and when you have the dark up juxtaposed to the light it balances that small space well
1: and having the gray because it, it had the gray undertone and the slate gray that was in the juju paper, yep. they which played, of course in the fridge and then went on the island, it all played together. And right. one of the big points that the producers were telling us, because we were we did have more lighter colors and more whites, it couldn't be too white because the bounce of the lighting would really affect the way it looked on camera. So again, going with that weathered gray, it was a great look and looked perfect on camera as well. Absolutely.
0: Um, The last note for stickwood, I mean, so the idea here is... You know, you really don't need power tools to to do this. If you get yourself a miter box, uh, which is a little plastic box that allows you to to cut things at a at a right angle at ninety degrees or at forty five or at twenty two, um, because it's, it's got these little pre pre made slots within the the miter box itself. Um, you know, it's it's really low cost as far as investment in tools. You need a level. You need a tape measure.
1: Know how to read a tape measure? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think that's maybe that's as right. technical as you got to get if you could read and, a tape measure, right? And you got to be able to use a handsaw. Uh, if you have a chop saw, or you want to invest in a chop saw, it's faster, but it's not. It's really not necessary. Um, so while stickwood, it's certainly not a discount product. I mean, it, a lot of work goes into this product. Um, you know, making these veneers. Um, they're made in the USA, which is which is always a a benefit. Um, but it's a quality product. It goes up easy and it goes up fast. So if you have again, if you have a little bit of that DIY in you, you can get rid of fifty percent of your cost, which is labor, and just do it yourself. John and I put this up in.
1: Oh, I was an hour and a half hour, for that Max? for that wall and it was a pretty big wall. It was about twenty two feet high and it wrapped around. It, yeah, was, it was like
0: it was, like fifteen feet. It was two sections. Yeah, it was pretty it was big. Two sections of wall about twenty twenty two feet high and, and and we you know up and down the ladder slows you down. But so basically the way we did it as a team. John was marking the pieces on the wall, and I was cutting. So he would hand me a, a piece of stickwood with a pencil mark, and I would hand him back a cut piece, and we just kept that that rhythm going through the whole thing, and it really went up fast. Um, one one design note: for when you're when you're doing any kind of wood installation, you don't want the seams to match up. So when you're choosing your stickwood pieces, and you open that box, they come in a ton of varying lengths. As you're building that wall from the bottom or from the base molding to the ceiling, make sure that you're staggering all your joints. That's going to give it a much more natural look when you step back and look at it overall. Sometimes, you know, you can, you can get that tunnel vision. You're working so up close to the wall, you don't really realize what that look looks like if the seams are lined up, it looks shitty. <laughs> <You> <laughs> it doesn't yeah, it does not it does that.
1: not look good. That is very
0: um, it, it, it makes the seams very obvious because the lines are all lined up. When they're staggered, the eye really blurs them out and it just becomes part of the pattern of the overall wall. So um, so that that's uh, that's a, a good little install tip
1: there. And, and I think once you get really good at installing, you then go to the next step and the fact that we put it on those two large shelves that were all, that were also they were kind of rounded you know they weren't it wasn't just a straight shelf right. those were that was a round, it had a slight radius to it mm-hmm. so we put it there it looked perfect i mean those shelves looked amazing and then on top of it putting it on a another kitchen cabinet on top and doing the waterfall effect down in front so once you get really good at doing a feature wall you can then take it to the next level, right. and you, I mean, you could even put it on a ceiling. I mean, you could, literally the options are endless if you feel comfortable, and you could add that product to it pretty much anything inside your house right
0: and guys it's it, probably worth noting here um we're gonna have links to all these guys in the uh, in our in our podcast blog post in the show notes um so you know if you have any interest in any of these products uh the links will be below so you can just uh check them out real easily um so moving from stickwood we're going over to juju papers i just touched on this briefly as we were talking about it um but they're they're awesome they're uh, they're oregon-based uh i believe they're in portland um The cool thing about these guys is every roll is printed by hand. And what that does is it allows them to give you really any color combination that you want. So they have a ton of stuff listed on the site, but you can contact Avery and she 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 can mix and match color concepts for you, which is really, really cool. They do a lot with metallics and obviously we use them here it is when you get that really dark deep charcoal and then you put a gray metallic or a rose metallic, I mean it just it looks so rich and so sophisticated and their patterns are just they're mind blowing they have so much cool stuff um it really it really makes it difficult to make a decision because you've got like 15 options that are gonna look good in your space and, and you gotta get it down to just one. Fortunately in this circumstance, you know, we know Rachel's love for owls and their their wallpaper with the with the owl pattern on it.
1: She's got a couple inside her
0: house. Yeah. I, I
1: mean, I, and when I say a couple, I want to go into the hundreds because I feel like you go in the bathroom or you're in the bedroom, yeah. there's always like a little owl somewhere. Um pretty cool though.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and we said this at the top of the episode, the one thing with wallpaper is we, we highly recommend hiring an installer. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of specialty equipment, there's different um, treatments you need to use to the back of the wallpaper. Now, don't get me wrong, you can do this, but wallpaper in general is pretty expensive. But, you know, it, it's, it's quality stuff. And, you you just don't want to waste it. You don't want to make a mistake. So I find that that nominal additional investment in, in a professional installer who really knows how to match patterns, who understands the repeating nature of a roll, um, you know, who's got all the tools to make the right cuts super clean, no torn edges. Um, and and can and can work that paper on the wall before it it, it doesn't want to move anymore um, is 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 pretty invaluable there.
1: All right, so next one going into the flower box wall gardens. Now these guys we've known them for a long time now. It's been it's been multiple years. They actually have made pieces for me in my own home, and it is. It really is a piece of art. And what I love about it is if you're looking to have great color, you want something that is natural and that is real. Having them make these pieces for you, this is what it's all about. And the great part about this is they are they are preserving the actual plant. So the succulent the succulents that you see, the different plants they put on the wall, they preserve it for minimum seven years. Yeah, that's great. There's no watering. There's no maintenance. The only thing they tell you is don't have it in direct sunlight. But besides that, if you don't have it in direct sunlight, it'll probably last you a good 10 years. So when we were thinking about items and bringing in color to put inside of Rachel's kitchen, we said, you know what? Let's call up the guys at Flower Flower Box Wall Gardens. They're right here in Hoboken. Everything is made right here. They'll make a great, cool, custom art piece that we can put on the side of the cabinet that we framed in the stick wood, which looks amazing. And it's just something that's totally unique. And if you're inside a kitchen and you're thinking of using all the different items that you cook with, having that greenery, really speaks to that. And it it just gives another set of sophistication inside of the kitchen.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, they have a a ton of different plants. So in terms of colors and textures and any kind of motion or feeling that you want to evoke, these guys are true artists. So they're going to be able to deliver on that. Um, and it was super fun to, to, to watch them work because coming from a guy with two black thumbs, no maintenance is like music to my ears. It was just absolutely awesome. Um, so moving on from there, the backsplash was a big one for us. I mean, we, we were really, really adamant that that needed to change. And we wanted... We wanted something to really draw the eye and something that was going to be a big design element within the kitchen. So we we went over to Mosaic House. Um, these guys have a lot of just incredible patterns. Um, what we did was we used a cement tile. And the cement tile or the concrete tile is, is great for, for a number of reasons. And one of my favorite is that it's it's got this matte finish to it that you can't really replicate on another surface. It's super warm. It's got a very authentic, time-aged look and feel to it um, that is just, uh, it's just—it's really—it's beyond words for me. It's just so, so cool. And, and muting out whatever color that is on the surface of it because of the matte finish, um, you know, it just—it just—, it just it does its job but in an understated way and I and I think it's really,
1: really cool. Don't you feel with with that tile having the geometric pattern, yes, it's contemporary, but it's almost not. Like you saying like the war it's like a it's like a it's blending it's two worlds It's blending two worlds, and right? It's it's, it's you're right. It's, it's also-
0: something that you and I have done for a long time. A long time. I mean, putting you know brand new Italian cabinets in brownstones built from the 1900s. That's where it started for yep, us. Exactly. You know? So that mix of old and new just never really gets old <laughs> to me, um, and, and it's why it's why I love you know the, what what the guys at Mosaic House do so much. Um, you know, aside from that. Um, you know The other thing that, that's worth noting is we did not grout this backsplash. We butt-jointed it. Um, a butt-joint just simply means no grout. You just butt the tiles up to each other. Why did we do that? Well, there's no water and there's no cooking grease on the back countertop. So as, as soon as you remove those two items, um, you're not really worried about keeping something out of you know from behind the tile you're not you're not using the tile to protect the wall as much as you are for the pure aesthetic of it and because that's the case because there's no water because there's no cooking grease we were able to butt joint that tile which allowed us to tighten up the pattern that much more and really allow that pattern to shine through and allow the movement of that pattern to to be the star of the show
1: and, and having the the grays inside of it again, that was playing to our theme, right? It, we we have the slate colors, uh, you have you have the dark charcoal, the juju paper, and then having that light gray was just a little bit about you know bringing in a, more of that color. We want we didn't want to overdo it. We wanted a different shade, and it was it was a great piece to to actually have that. Now we go into one of the big elements that was I think one of Rachel's favorite because she kind of freaked out. Um, this was something that she had in her first kitchen of her show. Season like, one. Season one, she had a Big Chill appliance. Now, she had the retro version, so it looked like a 1940s fridge. Well, now, Big Chill has come out with their Pro line. The Pro line gives you the color, but it has the clean lines that are a little more contemporary. Well, and that
0: fridge specifically... Is, is got a very industrial look to it. You know, it's got that commercial kitchen yeah. look, but with the baked-on finish that they do, that's just so freaking primo, man.
1: That, that matte finish that was in slate... I mean, it, it's almost... I, I, I wish everyone could see it in person because it looked that much better even in person. But we were looking... When we... So, kind of in our design scheme, because we were going, we had so many issues with the island and figuring out what we were going to use. Once we figured out that we were going with the hot rolled steel, we wanted to play off of that. And we really wanted to have that color go throughout the kitchen and have it in different spots. So, when we found the slate gray from Big Chill, we said, boom, it's on. It's in that gray family. It's got like a little hint of blue even in it, so it's got a little bit of color. It really was perfect. So I guess a tip for everybody is, if you are looking, if you're saying, ah, you know, I'm used to the stainless steel, try the colored appliances. They bring great character inside your kitchen, inside of my home i used to have a red range that was really it was it was a showstopper everybody used to come over and say oh i love the red range it's so different it's so unique so if you want something that's different inside of your kitchen think about the colored appliances they're really hot right now you can go very basic um, on the color of your cabinets you know you stick with the whites or the grays and then you have this huge pop of color that you can go with your appliances and they have a huge array. I mean, if you can if orange green light blues, whatever you want, we went, we went with a slate here and I think it speaks and these for guys. Itself. These
0: guys are another uh, American made brand. As actually
1: well. they're handmade yep. in Pennsylvania. And you know, so the the last part of
0: this is is the hot rolled steel, and it's it's just about a, a treatment that we did to it. So the steel, you know, the steel is something you're gonna you're gonna want to get from somebody like a Frank at Hoboken Ironworks. Um, this is it's it's much harder to go and just buy off the shelf at a at a hardware store, especially in the sizes that we needed. Um, so we we called up Frank, had him um, go to his steel supplier, and 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 bring this steel to the studio. We we cut the steel to to size for the island. Um, And it had, you know, kind of a bluing patina to it, but we wanted to add a little bit of extra color. Um, So what we did is we put a rainbow patina onto the steel, and it was done... Uh, simply using a, a chemical called Sculpt Nouveau. Uh, you can find it online. I think they sell it in probably all the big box uh, uh, hardware stores as well. Um, and unfortunately, it, it didn't make the tape piece, so you didn't see us uh, putting the application on. But um, basically, what I did is I took a Bernzomatic torch. So I have a, a TS-4000, which is kind of the 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 pro... Um, high heat. The, 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 yeah, the high heat. The high the The, heat the, heat the, plumbing, the, the pro plumbing torch uh, with the MAP Pro gas. Yeah. Um, and it it allowed us to to get the steel up to temperature much faster because it was a very big piece of steel so we, we heated up the steel with the torch and then simply sprayed on uh, this chemical. And the way it reacts with the steel is it it just brings in a very light rainbow patina. You can see it in studio. I don't know if it reads on camera or not. I
1: think it's your angle, right? Because because yeah. when, we, when I was even kind of looking like you stand on the side, yep. you see more of the rainbow than when you're head on. When right. you're head on, it looks more of the slate color or right. you know, the just, natural uh, steel, the natural steel yeah. look. But then when you go on the angle... Is when you start to see like the movement
0: in the st- um but but the idea behind the sculpt nouveau stuff they have a ton of different colors uh, for a ton of different materials, so if you 're working with copper if you're working with stainless steel, hot rolled cold rolled steel stainless steel there's they they their whole their whole job is creating chemicals to put patinas onto metal, so definitely worth checking out. And uh, you know, you guys know I work with Burns matic I've been doing my projects all year, part of the as part of the Torchbearers program. We have I, some cool
1: ones. Which man. I've been having a blast with. Um, you, you have I mean you have some you have some really cool ones. And that's you know, you you show using wood with it when you were doing the Shishugi Bon upstairs. Um, yeah. now you have it with steel.
0: Well I think the, the nice thing is that, you know, it's a great tool for your arsenal. Um, because you don't have to just use it for that intended purpose of soldering pipes together and uh, and it's economical i mean my my the, the the torch head and the gas I think together when you get it is thirty forty bucks so to have you know to have that high heat solution for, for like you said if we're burning wood if we're if we're soldering pipes or if we're putting a a, a chemical patina on, on steel it's it's a it's a nice versatile tool to have so
1: and I just want to give one caveat to the hot rolled steel guys. We used it on the island in Rachel's kitchen, but you can use this material on a feature wall if you want to do it around a fireplace. Yeah, that um, looks I've really seen beautiful. it on fireplaces before, which looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you can see. I think with with all the material we used, there's so many different applications that you can use it in yeah. around your home, and that's why it's it's not like oh well that's just besides. Of course, a fridge. Um, That was just used because it's just for the kitchen. No, these are natural elements that you just have to think outside the box and say, "What can I do with them? Can I put them in my kitchen? Can I put them in my in my living room? Can I put them in a bathroom?" Can it? That that's the beauty of it. You can take all these different elements and you could put them throughout your house.
0: Absolutely. So, kind of in closing, you know, the 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 overall idea behind this kitchen was to layer throughout the process. It it was. More complicated because of the layers of communication that we needed to go through, but each change affected everything else. So we constantly kept the overall aesthetic of the kitchen in mind. And knowing Rachel the way we do, you know, she's the real deal. She's as authentic as they get. She loves a good rustic vibe. Um, And with With those two things in mind, um, we committed to a, a gray, charcoal, gray as our base, And then we layered color, pattern and texture on top of that to get to our final product. So the steel of the island, charcoal, fridge, the charcoal base of the Juju papers. there's our, There's our overall base. Then we bring in the pattern tile from Mosaic House on the backsplash. It's got a geometric pattern, which evokes some movement. It's got gray as a component of the white and yellow, which allows us to continue to build on that gray theme, but introduce two additional colors with that. You look at the Gold that's layered on top of the charcoal and the juju papers, bringing metallic into the space, bringing sophistication into the space, uh, more pattern. And then you look at the rustic, raw nature of the stick wood that's juxtaposed to that. Um, Again, layer, layer, layer. And that's got the white and the grays in it. And, you know, you step back again and you look at that island, it's raw steel, raw material, stick wood, reclaimed wood, raw material. Uh, The barn door, which we haven't touched on from uh, real antique wood.
1: Based in New Jersey. Based in New New Jersey, Jersey,
0: baby. Uh, Again, you know, rustic, real barn door from a barn out in Ohio that they dismantled. And then last but certainly not least, the flower box wall gardens bringing in another natural material, something that's got a lot more organic feel to it um and 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 that's how we got to the finished product. So hopefully that gives you guys a little insight into our process. Um again, we're going to link to all the products we discussed here. Um if you like the way the kitchen came out or you liked what you heard here and you're interested to check them out, we encourage you to do so. Um beyond that, uh I think that's it, but
1: that was it. I mean, I, you know, look, it was a fun project. Sure it was. Oh, we're there also sorry, we're also going to put photos
0: um Photos and a few videos, um, a link to the show episode uh, from Rachel, and a link to the the page on their website that discusses uh, us working with them. Uh, this will all be hooked up in the show notes. So this episode, definitely uh, encourage you guys to check out the show notes and, and see all the good little extras.
1: And just a closing, fun episode, very unique, never did anything like it. It was a challenge. Um, it definitely pushed us in a couple of ways that uh, we didn't know. But in the end... What I love about this kitchen is that I think any homeowner, anybody can have a takeaway from this and say, I can do this inside my space. I can put this inside my kitchen. And that's what we wanted it. We wanted it to be designed that is attainable for everybody at home. It's fun. It's unique. And in the end, if you use some of this stuff, you're going to have a kitchen that is going to stand out. All right, guys.
0: Thanks for listening. That was another episode of Home with the Cousins. Hey, guys, real quick before you go, we just wanted to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out HomeWithTheCousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.